I mean, I think even Americans can acknowledge that there are so many stereotypes of them outside of America that aren't particularly flattering. You see those videos of like Americans online and they like chug a Smirnoff ice and everyone goes wild and it's like, come on guys, like you're 25. <laughs> that was Lauren, a third year dual citizen who moved to America at the beginning of college and you are listening to Rocky Mountain Reverb a podcast meant to amplify voices from the DU community and beyond. I'm Sophie Van Winkle, a third-year film studies major at the University of Denver, and I got the pleasure of talking to my roommate about her process of assimilating to the United States. I honestly loved my upbringing. Like, it was just, I guess, like, quintessentially British, and I guess that doesn't really mean anything to anyone who's probably listening to this, but, <laughs> but um, I grew up in, like, the countryside in like a little rural village and I just have the fondest memories of being little and the places I grew up but um, you know I came to America because I wanted to have a unique experience and sort of spend some time away from everything that felt normal to kind of you know figure out what I wanted to be my normal. We spent some time discussing her new home from the loudness of Americans to their disrespect towards the Queen's death before we talked about what she escaped from, from home. Um, there's definitely things that I'm glad I left behind. I escaped a multitude of things, really. Um, friendships, relationships that weren't serving me as they should have been. What relationships did you escape? I was 17 and probably should not be encouraging this but <laughs> I was in a club with my friends and we met a group of guys I don't know I think it's a weird thing to experience as a teenage girl because you know you're 15 16 17 going out into all these spaces that are intended for people like in their 20s and you get a lot of attention and it feels really good and when you don't think twice about the fact that maybe these aren't people who should be giving you attention but ended up spending pretty much the whole night with this one guy. He was 24, I was 17, but obviously I told him I was older because I was in a situation or a setting I was not supposed to be in at 17. Within like two weeks of the pandemic, we were in a relationship. And at that point I was like, I have to be honest with you, like I am underage. He was like, honestly, that's even better. Like, I like you even more because of that. And I was like, oh my God, that's great. I'm so special, whatever. Like, that's not normal. We began a physical relationship, um, which wasn't always consensual. You know, my, he was someone I looked up to. Essentially, I think when I really look back on it, I saw him as more of a parent than a boyfriend, which I don't think it's a healthy way to look at your partner. Yeah, absolutely. I think this dynamic is kind of more common than it seems. Um, do you think there's something you can tie it back to? Is it a societal thing? Is it a media thing? I think it's both. I think, I mean, I feel like as a culture, as a society, we've always put an emphasis on women's youth. You know, women used to get married off to 20 year olds at 14. Like, that was their value, you know, because that was when they first became fertile. A research study from Golden Police Department emphasizes Lauren's point. They found that teens 16 to 19 years of age were three and a half times more likely than the general population to be victims of sexual abuse. I turned 20 this year, you know, not being a teenager anymore. It's disgusting that that's something that's fetishized in our society, but 
unfortunately a lot of people are made to feel as if they're losing value and they're losing a contribution that they were making to the world. I think it's interesting because when I moved at the time, I, I mean, the, my first two weeks in this country, I didn't get out of bed. I was like sobbing all day. I was so depressed. I'd left my friends. I'd left my boyfriend. I felt like my life was over. Like, and you know, it kind of felt like everything had come to an end. And months later, I kind of look back on that and I'm like, well, actually, like, first of all, that boyfriend needed to go a long time ago. <laughs> and second of all, while it felt like a great, momentous, all at once loss, it actually was a good thing. Thank you to our managing director, Carlos Jimenez. I'd also like to thank the University of Denver's Media, Film, and Journalism Department, as well as acknowledgement of the following tracks. Riot by Hugh Rampolo, Where Is My Mind by Pixies, and from User X on Pixabay.